The following is an exclusive presentation of WPTF and Applied Vision Works. This is the Building a Leadership Culture Podcast, hosted by Bruce Gresham, the Principal Strategic Advisor of Applied Vision Works. An in-depth look at how Bruce and President Don Hadley help businesses reach their long-term goals. Here's your host, Bruce Gresham. Welcome to Building a Leadership Culture Podcast. I'm Bruce Gresham of Applied Vision Works, and we are doing this with the help of Chris Hooks at WPTF. Thanks to him for making all of this technology possible. We're in part two of Leading from the Middle, a veteran's guide to strengthening your team from its core with Sam Mayton. Sam, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Bruce. Glad to be back. Well, thank you so much. In the first podcast, we went through kind of your first three hows to lead from the middle. And the the idea of the article is really, you can be a leader wherever you stand or sit in the organization. You don't just kind of become a leader overnight. And organizations aren't just led from the top. It's the folks who are kind of in the middle, growing in their careers, learning how to be a leader that really help drive things forward. And those first three hows that we spoke to in the first part of this series was first, be truthful with everyone. Second, be transparent with everyone. And then third, which I had mentioned uh, before was, was maybe my favorite, was that no task is really beneath folks. And so these last three hows to kind of lead from the middle Number four, you have is as never respond to the question, how are you doing with just a simple good? Why do you think that's critical? You know, I had mentioned that, you know, that phrase in particularly, because I think a lot of folks, and I've noticed this in a few organizations, they gloss over the morning introduction where they pass by a fellow employee and someone says, oh, hey, how are you doing? And they just run with good or doing well or whatever it is. And they pass by and they exclude their connection or their interaction with their fellow employee. And so the reason I mention that is that that's kind of the first step in sort of establishing meaningful connections with people that you work with. And I think it's important to note that you don't need to tell someone your life story. You want to keep your conversations light. You are at work, but you want to make sure that you listen and that you conversate in a meaningful way. So really the prescriptive good to answering how are you is kind of a way that I use personally to start that morning connectivity. So someone says, how are you? I say, well, I had a flat tire or I'm working on my truck or something like that because I want my fellow employees to know or, you know, my seniors, those who are working for me to know that, you know, I want them engaged in more than just work conversation. One that sort of lightens the workload, um, it sort of lightens the conversation. It helps people get a little more comfortable with you so that if there is an issue or there's a problem, or there are positive things, they're willing to come to you for help. So, you know, I use the how are you good example as how I started to do that. So whenever someone asks me how I'm doing, I make sure I respond in a meaningful way. And eventually people will start, you know, connecting with you more, having more conversations, come up to you and ask you for help at work. All of these six items that we've been talking about, Bruce, are interconnected. And they all, you know, being truthful, being honest, being transparent, it helps to cultivate an environment of success. It really does. And you start, you can do that from the middle, you know, your top tier leadership can do that. Anybody can do these things. And it just, it helps to inspire people. And that's a big piece. You want to be, you want to be communicative towards people. You can't just say, 
good and then expect people to open up if there's an issue. You have to be let them involved into your life. You know, we've seen a couple organizations that handle that kind of that morning interaction or that first interaction on a shift with kind of an interesting way where they greet each other with what's their energy level one to five, five being great, one being not so great, and then how busy they are one to five. And that's a way to kind of let people know what frame of mind you're in. And then of course, you, hi, Sam, my energy level is a four and I'm you know two as far as busy. So I'm a, a four and a two is basically the short version of it once people got used to it. And then you can, you know, since I'm not very busy and that kind of thing, we can chat a little bit for, you know, about the upcoming weekend and and that kind of thing. It's an interesting way to kind of let a quick and interesting way to let people know kind of where, where your head's at because relationships are really key, right? Oh, for sure. And that's interesting. I haven't ever heard of that that sort of response, I'd be curious to see how effective that was, what people think about it, or if it just becomes a more prescriptive, say, hey, how you doing? One five, and then you keep walking or whatever it is. You know, I'd be curious right. to see what, what transpired from that. In most cases, what typically happens is, hey, I'm a one in a, one in a five. And, you know, if that happens, you say, totally understand. Talk to you later, man. Is there any way I can help? I love that. I love that last part. I think that last part is key or, Oh, what's going on? Or is there anything I can do to assist in the five or whatever it is? I like that. And I, and I'm, I'm guessing that was the intent. And I, I'd love to see what would happen. I'd kind of like to walk around and see how people respond to that. Right. You know, there's always going to be folks in an organization that abuse or, you know, don't take the spirit, <laughs> sure. the, yeah. the rule at, at heart, but for the most part, the organizations that we've seen use it, it really is impactful in a very, very positive way. And what it actually does is it leads to less hurt feelings because sometimes we've all done it, or at least I have certainly done it. I won't speak for everybody else in the world, but you get dialed in on what is having to occur and you just walk mm-hmm. from point A to point B and you're not smiling, not saying hello, that kind of thing. And this is a way that you make sure you're greeting everybody and they understand, hey, I'm sorry, but I'm I'm cooking on something right now. I got to run. And that way people don't get their feelings hurt. Oh, yeah, oh, for sure. You know, I, I had titled kind of the introduction to the article before the title of the article was that I can't remember exactly what I said, but it was something along the lines of, you know, the right person in the right spot of an organization can change everything. You have one person that either starts with, hey, how are you doing with whatever or a one to five mentality or something. And it, it starts to branch out and people start to feel more inclusive. And I always joke that one person doesn't even have to be good at their job. But if they help to cultivate this like successful environment where you have people performing better, transparency, you have truthfulness, you have people being involved and helping to grow and progress, like that's the right person. And I I honestly believe, Bruce, that if you, that one person can change the entire organization. I I agree a hundred percent. And moving to number five, you you mentioned it, the next how is recognizing team dynamics and 
play to their strengths. And there's a lot of different assessments out there like Myers-Briggs, DISC, the Colby A index, all those kind of Mm -hmm. things. How do you see number five playing into leading from the middle? Well, I had mentioned at the kind of the very bottom of that uh, segment to not be afraid to learn something or willing to teach when you can. And that this shows that you're valuing their skills and it helps them or kind of teaches them to value yours. And so you're absolutely right. I think there's a bunch of different assessments that you can take to determine what your skill set is. But I think this sort of results from that open line of communication. And and I, I say that because like you have a conversation with somebody, how they respond to you in an email or, you know, how they kind of take your information and push it up the chain. You sit and learn how your team kind of works to their strengths because I would always, I, I would teach leadership classes at the last job that I had. And a big piece of it was that there are usually in the construction industry, I called them drivers and guiders. I say kind of two types of personalities. So like the on-site construction team where you have your site superintendent, your quality guy, your safety guy, I said, everybody's dynamic needs to mesh. You can't all have one driver, all have drivers or all have guiders. And I think the difference between the two is your drivers are your doers. They're the guys that get up, they run out, they, they shovel, they move things around, they you know order people around, whatever it is. They're constantly making things happen. They're executors. And then your guiders, they kind of keep those executors in line. Basically, they're sort of the long-term thinkers versus the short-term thinkers. And so I've always taught in my course for project management and program management, I said, you need to have a good balance of drivers and guiders. And again, this goes back to recognizing strengths, right? Because there's different personalities, you know, different uh, strength assessments, but your, your doers, you need to have doers. You need to have people willing to execute all the time. But at the same time, You need to have your guiders that kind of keep those doers in check. Hey, I know you want to move these two by fours to this next house, but let's hang on and see what we need to accomplish. And if you had a team full of guiders, nothing would get accomplished. And if you had a team full of drivers, you'd have a lot of stuff happen, but it'd be a big mess. And so really playing to their strengths is really a key. And you want to build, if you had an opportunity to build your team, you need to kind of consider that. So in an organization where teams are already built and you're in the middle and sort of what this article kind of talks about is that you need to recognize their strengths and sort of play to them. Okay, I need to accomplish this right now. I got to get it out the door. I'm going to go to this person I know that can absolutely help me. We can knock it out really quick together. Or, hey, I need some advice on how to do this. I'm not sure how to formulate this. Let me go to this guy, right? And I think that's really a big piece to what I mentioned for recognize your team dynamics number five. You know, Sam, it's really interesting how you broke it down to drivers and guiders and Colby, K-O-L-B-E. They're kind of like Myers-Briggs or DISC or whatever. They all have useful tools within them, but they think of it, they kind of break it down into four categories. So when you say drivers and guiders, you know, they talk about drivers in the sense of quick starts and follow throughs mm-hmm. and then guiders kind of as implementers or fact finders. And so there's kind of a spectrum. So you've got the spectrum of quick start who they're just going to go, 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 go. A lot of times those are salespeople, people who are managers, that kind of thing. And then fact finders sometimes are a lot of project managers, 
researchers, that kind of thing. Now, can a quick start be a project manager or can a salesperson be a fact finder? A hundred percent. But they think of it in Mm -hmm. those terms and how people interact. How do you try to best balance kind of the drivers and, and guiders? The last position that I had was as a senior project manager construction. So I led a team of project managers. And unfortunately, there were some project managers that needed a little more help than others and hiring process for that. So we had mentioned um, safety, site super and quality, those three. I think those are kind of the big three on every construction site, just just kind of as an example. One person had been hired already when I got to the project, the project manager already hired them. And I had a kind of a casual conversation with that site super. Um, I had read his resume. I, I really didn't dive too deep in the technical specs, like how much he knew about construction. Really, I started just asking him questions and kind of seeing his motives and just kind of talking to him about him, what he has going on. And I came to the conclusion that this guy, and I'll use these terms again, was a driver. And I said, for the type of project that we're doing, we're running a little bit behind and need someone to go, go, go. This is a perfect role for him. So I'm good with it. However, I, we're hiring for these other two positions. Let's have some conversations with them. So I sat down with the project manager and we had it. We interviewed a few quality control managers and some of them spoke quickly. Some of them spoke slowly. Some of them were a little more in tune with the spec or with how to read the spec, what to look at. And me and the project manager had a conversation and I said, well, you have a really strong drivers a site super. And I say, that's very positive on this. We have to drive a bunch of subcontractors. It's very good. Keep him on board. However, we don't have time to sacrifice quality. We can't redo work. We can't reconstruct. We don't have time or the money to do it. I said, so our quality guy needs to fulfill two roles. One, he needs to guide this site super and make sure the site super knows the big picture. I said, I know that's not his role as just being a quality checker, but he needs to help guide him. So I I need someone with a little more experience in that role than not. And I need someone with like kind of a, that speaks slowly, that really wants to think through problems. And we ended up hiring a person that did that. And the safety person, same thing. We had the conversation. We looked at the specific project, looked at the other two roles and found kind of an exact uh, need. And I'll tell you, Bruce, we had probably the strongest team out of all the other projects because we sat down and did that. There was some conflict. You know, ironically, it was a conflict between our two drivers on the site. They wanted to get something done now. And you do have to be able to, as a leader, be able to resolve that. But at the end of the day, the project was, it started late, but ended early and was well under budget. And I sat back and talked to the project manager and I said, we really need to look at building teams in a way that we value and we kind of focus in on strengths and weaknesses. And I said, I think it comes with experience with interviewing people, but the interview comes from aptitude and not experience. We're not looking for people with certifications. We're looking for people who can control the project within their realm of job and help contribute to their team based on, you know, their strengths versus other strengths. Sam, that's great. And so Going to number six, and you touched on it already, that when someone asks for help, you you do it right then. Is there anything you'd you'd add to that one? That one, I really want to read off the last line, and I think it's really important because people don't look at helping immediately like this, but I think it says you want to make sure your team knows that you support them. And so, and that your stress and your problems that you're dealing with on your job don't outweigh theirs, right? And by getting up immediately, helping them solve quickly, one, it knocks that problem out of, you know, off your checklist immediately, gets it done. And two, they see, hey, someone's willing to help me out, even though they have things going on. Not only does it help accomplish an uh, immediate task, but 
you know, in the long-term strategy, it shows that, hey, all my team members are doing this with all of them. So we're accomplishing a lot more. The attitudes change. The environment has changed. You know, Sam, I, I think you're exactly right. And sometimes, you know, a leader or manager has to just get stuff done. And so what I've seen some folks do is literally just block off time in their calendar and they let the team know, hey, I'm shutting off my email. I'm shutting off my cell phone for you know the next three hours. And I do it every Thursday from one to four. And this is my time to just knock stuff out. If it's an absolute emergency, you get through to me you know, through whatever communication vehicle, but it's a way for them to still help their folks, but also block out time for themselves to just get stuff done sometimes. Reminds me of the book, The 4-Hour Workweek. <laughs> there, there you go. Exactly. So we've <laughs> gone through the six hows to, to leading from the middle. Are there any kind of last thoughts that you want to leave folks with? Well, I had mentioned uh, in the article at the sort of the very end of the article, kind of the takeaways from the last, from those six. And again, I'll keep the profanity at a minimum, but the two things that I really took away from all of these things is one is try. It's put forth effort, really everything you do, communication, transparency, picking up things that really aren't your responsibility, all those six things you want to try at. And the last thing was don't be an a-hole is what I put in you know, it's kind of funny, <laughs> exactly. but I, I look at that exactly. as, I really look at that as, hey, I'm here to help you. And if you keep that mentality and you help people and you try at your job, you might not be a multimillionaire, Bruce, but you're going to be successful and you're going to like develop a great culture and, you know, help define leadership and you will do well. And so I know the six things we had talked about, are there's a lot to it and we can break down each of them even more. But the two points to take away is try and don't be an a-hole. Just do those things. And you'll be great. I promise you. Exactly. And so I've really enjoyed this conversation about your article, Sam, leading from the middle of veterans guide to strengthening your team from its core. We've gone through kind of the six hows to lead from the middle, be truthful with everyone, be transparent with everyone, no task being below you, never respond to the question, how are you with a simple, just good, recognizing team dynamics and playing to their strengths. And then finally, number six, if someone asks for help, doing it right then. Thank you so much, Sam, for uh, the the time over these uh, two shows. If folks want to learn more about your coffee business or your other businesses or how to connect with you, how would they do that? Sure. um, They can always connect with me on LinkedIn. my LinkedIn page is LinkedIn at Samuel Mayton. Um, we also have, I have several sites. You can check out coffee, our coffee business at memoirsroasterscoffee.com. And then my commissioning site, which they're probably not interested in. I primarily go after government work is uh, Red Creek Commissioning uh, slash CX.com. But as always, I'd love to connect with anybody. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there way smarter than me that can teach me a few things or kind of tell me how these six things are wrong. So I welcome that and they're feel free to come out. Sam, thank you so much for the time today. And thank you all for listening to the Building a Leadership Culture Podcast brought to you by Applied Vision Works. 
You've been listening to the Building a Leadership Culture podcast with Applied Vision Works Principal Strategic Advisor Bruce Gresham. Questions, concerns? Please email Craig Chase at cchase at appliedvisionworks.com or call 800 786 4332. This has been an exclusive presentation of WPTF and Applied Vision Works.